Do you believe that God wants you healthy? Then join me, Cersei Blue and Gigi Carter on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast, where we help you realize the relationship between your health and your purpose. We share how eating like Daniel can revolutionize your life. Through discussions and interviews, we challenge you to discover the powerful connection between plant-based nutrition, your body, and your faith. It's time. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healthy For My Purpose. I'm excited to be back again this week. This week is Christmas um, week and a lot of us are spending time with family and friends and gathering. Um, And I thought this episode, which is coincides with our four-day challenge, I know we did for week one, we did two weeks ago, um, why we need a God-centered self-image. Um, and last week's episode was breaking our addiction to food. And this week's episode, I think is really um, aligns well with the week of the holidays because we're talking about breaking generational patterns of poor health. Um, and so all of us, many of you can relate to having grandma or great-grandma having diabetes, and then you having diabetes, and and something that kind of gets passed down um, through generation to generation. And I know for myself, I've I've spoken about this a lot, is that my grandmother has high blood pressure. I have blood pressure, had high high blood pressure um, before I changed my lifestyle. And my mom has high blood pressure. And even on my dad's side, my aunts have high blood pressure. And so What I used to think was that high blood pressure was just going to be a part of my destiny because I figured, well, it was just something that ran in the family. Um, There wasn't much control with that. And so this week, it's so important to discuss breaking generational patterns of poor health. So as you're meeting and gathering with your family over the holidays, um, I hope this um, episode inspires you to kind of look at your generational lineage a little differently as it comes to your health um, and see how you can be the person that breaks um, some of those patterns that has been passed down from generation to generation. So I hope you're inspired by it as you meet with your families and you reflect. This is an awesome conversation to have um, with family members and to kind of implement for your own life. So without further ado, here's the episode, Breaking Generational Patterns of Poor Health. Breaking Generational Patterns of Poor Health. Um... I think this was a good one to really do for day three of the prayer for your health challenge because even after you develop a godly self-image and you start to break your addictions to food now you're at in a position to kind of take a look at what am i passing on what how does this fit into my family context as i kind of move forward with these new habits and even start challenging how you got these habits in the first place yeah um so, you know, we have to come up with a question as to, you know, do diabetes, do high blood pressure, do this obesity, does all those things run in our families or, or where is that stemming from? Because mm. I know for myself, my mom had high blood pressure, my grandmother had high blood pressure, and a lot of other relatives had high blood pressure. So there was this sense of feeling like when I was diagnosed with high blood pressure during my pregnancy, there was this sense of 
it's something you expected because right. you're thinking, well, everyone had it in the family, mm-hmm. something that runs in the family. So now that I'm at this age, I'm about to get it. Mm-hmm. But that could be misleading. And also that could be, um, it could be um, in disempowering. Yeah. Because if you kind of think, well, this runs in my family and I have nothing I could do about it, I'm just going to get it. You feel helpless. You feel helpless. Yeah. And then you also don't feel any control and mm-hmm. it kind of makes you kind of throw your hands up sometimes. And right. so we have to really address this question. And this is why I think praying for breaking general pat- generational patterns of poor health is so important. Because I think what we have to target is the mindset and seek and dig into that. Is this true? What, what runs in the family? Yeah. And, and I think that's what we should probably unpack right now is what really runs in the family. Yeah, and I think part of trying to figure that out is mm-hmm. um, understanding the role that food plays in propagating something like high blood pressure or mm-hmm. whatever chronic disease mm-hmm. that quote unquote runs in the family. Yeah. And um, so once you understand the food component, then you can kind of take a step back and say, what food did I grow up eating? Mm, you know, what yeah. food did my mom grow up eating? Mm-hmm. What food did my grandmother grow up eating? And and then kind of assess from there the role that food has played in maybe contributing to it. Now, you know, we've used this quote before, and I, I don't know who said it. I mean, I, I'd love to give credit to the person who originally said yeah. it. I know Dr. Oz has said yeah. it, other other physicians, but I don't think they necessarily um, came up with the original quote, which was, which is, um, your genes load the gun, but your lifestyle pulls the trigger. Mm-hmm. And so it could be, you know, that there is a genetic predisposition right. to certain chronic diseases mm-hmm. like high blood pressure, like high cholesterol, like even, you know, certain forms of cancer. But if you don't turn those genes on, those genes on through your lifestyle behaviors, yeah. then, you know, you've protected yourself from getting it so so I think you know unpacking that it really I think starts with kind of understanding that relationship that food plays Mm -hmm. in the disease and then being very objective I mean I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people and they think they eat a healthy diet yeah and then when when new information becomes available to them yeah I know this happened to me. I mm. used to think I ate a healthy diet yeah, yeah. until I got new information. And it's like, wow, you mean chicken Chicken isn't healthy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Chicken mm. breast, to be specific. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And, and dairy, even the low-fat variety, isn't yeah. healthy? Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's not necessarily healthy. Our bodies weren't designed to process Unless dairy or... The yeah. things that go into chickens today, especially, but you know, it's. I think it's that that um, acknowledgement and um, really taking to heart how, how what you're eating and how that yeah. factors in. And then when you start looking through traditions of families, there might be a genetic component, but there's also a strong passing on of tradition and how you cook your food. Yeah, and so grandma cooked, you know 
you know, fried a lot of their food. Mm -hmm. And so you develop these recipes and now you fry your food and your children. And yeah. it's just this pattern. And so we're passing on these recipes mm -hmm. that not only are recipes for family, but it's recipes for poor health. Right. And so what's running in the family a lot of the times is the common dinners, the common breakfast, the common lunches, mm -hmm. and things like that. For, I know for myself, like, you know, I grew up eating, you know, let's just say ackee and saltfish, you know, but it was cooked in a lot of oil. So you just think, well, I can't give up that. But, you know, we have to start looking at how can we modify some of these recipes mm -hmm. so that they don't pass on this legacy of poor health. Right. Um, and so I think when we start praying to break generational patterns of poor health, one of that's going to be is for us to let go of how we prepare the meals in our tradition and still keep the tradition. Right. So as part of it is breaking those 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 bonds mm -hmm. in a way that it's like, well, if it's not healthy, tradition or not, we have to modify it mm -hmm. um, and then to move forward. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember one thing you said a while ago, I think it was on a live that we had in the Facebook group. Um, you said that even as recipes are being handed down yeah they're getting worse because the quality of the ingredients going into the recipe yes as you know as diminished has you diminished. know yeah because you look at what your grandmother ate everything that my grandmother ate was from the farm was right? from the from from the farm from what she grew right. on the land right and so she made her own like we we have this thing rice and peas she will she Made. Even my mom did this. They would take the coconut and make their own coconut cream and everything mm -hmm. would be from scratch. Mm -hmm. And then we got to the canned coconut cream. Right. And then, you know, and so everything gets processed and, and worse. Genetically modified. And genetically and modified. Worse. And yeah. so even the original recipe is not the recipe that we're actually making because mm -hmm. we've actually made it even worse because we, we're not really tied to natural ingredients anymore. Right. right. So not only was it high in fat and salt and sugar or whatnot, but yeah. it also got worse because even the good nutrients that yeah. were in there with the yeah. fat, salt, and sugar yeah. have basically gone down as well. So you're yeah. missing, you're kind of getting double hit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's, it's taking a look at that and, um, and even, you know, it's, it's everything. It's, you know, was your family an active family? And I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just everything. I think we have to look at it. It's not so much that we're destined to a thing, but we if we do the same thing over and over, and mm -hmm. this is why it's called breaking generational patterns of poor health, because yeah. you have to do something to make a shift to break that cycle. Right. And so yeah. it can start with you, because it's just about breaking the chain. Once you break that cycle, it disrupts. Yeah. And some, a new normal comes out of that, a new normal that you can pass on that still has the traditions that you had from your past, but now you're now presenting it in a different way. And mm -hmm. so your kids and your kids' kids are going to get a new right. version mm -hmm. of what was originally designed. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm going to bring up something recent. Like yeah. we watched last night um, the documentary, They're Trying to Kill Us. Mm -hmm. And there was a point made in that documentary because they were talking about traditions as well and you know what what I forgot who said it but he said you know but what if your traditions are killing you mm. like harming you yeah because I think I've had this conversation with people mm -hmm. you know even people from other countries that have immigrated here yeah and um, you know they just you know they rest on their meat rich diet yeah from their, from their 
um, home country. Yeah. And, um, and, and so the question is, you know, what if your tradition is harming you and your family? What if it's cutting your time short, the mm. quality of your life short, right. and you're not able to spend the time that you would like to spend with right. them? If your life is cut short 15, 20 years yeah. because of a diet, yeah. is that tradition yeah. really worth holding on to? Right. And can you, like you said, modify it to still honor the flavors, the spices, the seasonings, yeah. and the spirit of yeah. it, and and still, you know, still, you know, be healthy for it. Right. And so I think that's a really good question because when you're talking about generational patterns of poor health, you know, what you establish today and breaking that breaking that chain, yes, is. Um, you know, it's going to have a ripple effect yeah. for future generations. Yes. And, and I think this is part of the prayer as well, is that we have a responsibility to create legacy for our families. Mm -hmm. And I think it shifts from my diet being just about me, but how it influences my offspring, the mm -hmm. people in my community, um, the people that surround me. And it gives us a sense of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, you know, the Bible talks about leaving a legacy for your children and your children's children. And a lot of times when we think about that, we're always thinking about prosperity and wealth, which is definitely applicable, mm -hmm. right? But there is a legacy of health that I feel that, um, is also a legacy that, that God values that we pass on to our children and our children's children. Mm -hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, every riches that you could possibly pass on, if they're not living a full and vibrant life to mm -hmm. enjoy those riches, right. then what's the point? So your health is your wealth. Right. Um, and I think seeing it that way to say, wait a minute, I want to be in a position to be healthy so I could pass this on to my kids. That's another why. Right. And I think praying for that, um, that conviction, mm -hmm. praying for that desire, Praying that God leads us to kind of take that on as a mission, mm -hmm. I think is very important. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that is the spirit of day three, prayer for your health, is um, that we will see ourselves as a point of change, that we will start saying, you know what, um, the high blood pressure, the obesity, the diabetes, mm -hmm. it ends with me. Mm -hmm. um, it ends with my family and you'll it's amazing how it makes a ripple effect mm -hmm. because people will start looking at you even from other aspects of your family and say well she lost the weight or she's no longer on her diabetes medication or and it, and it spirals mm -hmm. and I think that is our call to action um, and this is why praying for to break the generational patterns of poor health is so important because you know heart disease is killing generations of families. Mm -hmm. it's, it's something that is just, it's like a, it's like a wildfire right. and we have to put the fire out. Um, so it's bigger than just ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm sure our grandmother and our great grandmother, you know, that people who died of this, and then we automatically even just assume that we're going to die of the same thing, but it's changing and giving our, our children something, something new. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's amazing how children will pick up on what you do mm -hmm. and mimic that. Mm -hmm. And so, 
when you're creating, when you're when you're changing yourself, you're inherently changing your children. Yeah, so. exactly. And starting them off from small, mm -hmm. you know, because you may have been someone who changed older, your children are older, but if your children change, mm -hmm. their children will start at a younger age and then it just gets to the point where it becomes everyone's new normal. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, because I think the children now, it's like, you know, I think the kids are the kids are now getting diabetes, and the mm -hmm. kids are they're getting things at a younger age. I think yeah. they were saying that we're at the generation where the parents are outliving their children. Yeah, that's a tragedy because yeah. you know what I mean when you when you look at it, that's out of order. Yeah, we shouldn't be our parents shouldn't be outliving their children. Right, but that's to show the disconnect that the children are eating so much poorly. That the disease is killing them even before yeah. their parents. And these diseases, they're called, you know, and and when when I went to graduate yeah. school, they 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 call they classified them as diseases of aging. Mm. Is what they called it because yeah. these are diseases that that become problematic as you get older, like right. maybe your sixties and seventies right. and beyond. But as you know, we see them in children, so that's that's really a tragedy and to hang on to quote-unquote tradition and yeah. watch that it there's something that's not right about right. that yeah yeah now let's do you mind me asking about your own child like what are some things that yeah. she eats that you didn't eat when when you were coming along um well i think the difference for us come for me coming along is for her is that i grew up well i would have processed food mm -hmm. you know we would come home from school and you would you know make your hot dogs and you oh, know gosh, that yeah. type of thing which yeah. is I, the funny thing about it is my parents and my parents never ate those stuff yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. this is again moving to north america and quote unquote taking on the north american lifestyle because when they were in jamaica they were having yam and all these kind of stuff for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like having a hot dog, they didn't have. They didn't even conceive that. Right. right but right. obviously, coming here, they got influence, and so they would buy hot dogs and lunch meat, and we would eat those things. Mm -hmm. Whereas at this point, Kelsey wouldn't eat those things right. because I now have the knowledge that these are carcinogens, right? right? But at the time, my parents didn't know. They just thought, okay, well, this is yeah. Canadian food. This is way kids are eating these things mm -hmm. you know so I think that's one big piece for her is that she understands the idea of processed yeah um, at the very biggest thing yeah. um, I'm trying to think of another thing for her um, I think she's she's more aware I ate I either didn't like it or I liked it as a kid uh -huh. I never saw it as healthy versus not healthy it was like whether I liked it or not right. whereas for Kelsey she sees it as is this good for my body is mm -hmm. this healthy you yeah. know, and that's not me really telling her. She's just kind of picking that up She's as we get along. Yeah. Exactly. So I think she has a consciousness of mm -hmm. something is good for my body and something's not. Now, she yeah. doesn't always eat the perfect thing, but she knows even when she's not that this is not the right thing I yeah. should be eating. Yeah. And I think that is so much of a better start than I had because I didn't even think of it as healthy or unhealthy. No. I just ate, if I liked it, I liked it. If I didn't, yeah. I didn't. I'm more based on whether I liked it or not. Right, right. Um, and, and how, so, how old is Kelsey? Kelsey is seven. Seven. Yeah. So at seven years old, she's already yeah, she looking at food the about what is good and what is not. What good. is not good. Yeah, that's huge. So I think that is probably the biggest thing. Um, and it's just so crazy how, you know, and I think this is the standard American diet that's influencing the world. That mm -hmm. is not really the best diet. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at other countries that 
are eating healthy, the minute they come here and they adopt the standard American diet, their health goes down. Yeah, they get the diseases that we have. Yeah. You know, and it's like the original diet that you were eating was actually better. Mm -hmm. And this is the influence of fast foods. Because mm -hmm. even in where my parents in Jamaica, now there's KFC, now there's Taco Bell. There wasn't any of that when we were small. Right. So everybody was focused on eating the local grown food. Right. But now everybody's like, yeah, I'm going to Burger King, I'm going to McDonald's because it's the thing to do. Mm -hmm. But again, that's going to bring down the health. Mm -hmm. You know, my grandmother is 90 something. But will her children live out that with the with the McDonald's? She never had McDonald's, Burger King, and all that kind right. of stuff growing up. Yeah. So it, it, again, it, it's it's challenging, and, and we're going to have to go back to the basics. Mm -hmm. um, and praying about this is really just to um, address it and to right. face it and to acknowledge that it's my God given responsibility to create a new legacy for my family. Yeah. And we can't. Um, pass on negative legacies in our families. No, it's, it's, it's almost like knowing that we're passing on generational curses and doing it. So we have to break that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on the Healthy for My Purpose podcast. We hope you enjoyed the community and are walking away empowered and encouraged to live your healthiest life for your God ordained purpose. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to enjoy fellowship with like-minded women. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this on iTunes. Until we meet again, keep honoring your body for your purpose.